Welcome everyone to episode number four of the Tailgate Pod. That's right, Brett Favre episode wow. for all you Vikings fans or, wow. or Packers fans. I'm not he, sure. that's on that, a couple teams. <laughs> I know I, I had to upset at least uh, uh, half half the, the listeners yeah. with um, either the Vikings or the Packers. The rivalries, yeah. man. It's, it's heated. It's a thing. So. Welcome. Thank you for uh, tuning in with us again here. Uh, alongside me, I got Riley here with me. Of course, the Riley Halliday. Oh man, the the, the that's right. The makes it official. <laughs> hey, we got a pretty awesome uh, episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about some really cool stuff. I'm really excited about everything that uh, that we're just going to be uh, just breaking down here. Um, really excited about this topic, and um, you know, I just wanted to start off by we're we're in the middle of. Uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting uh, with our church. Well, oh. we're I guess we're almost at the end. I say middle this. because... Because <laughs> we're in it. Because yeah. we're in it. Yeah, yeah. When you're in it, you're like, man, we're in the middle. We're yeah. in the trenches. No, we're in no. the- As of the recording of this podcast, we will be done tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> That's right. Like, That's I, right. I love... Don't get me wrong. Uh, we're we're going to talk a lot about devotion. Yeah. Um, I love the Lord, but yeah, when you, when you don't eat for a few days, it, it'll stretch you. It will. It, it will stretch you. It'll stretch those around you too. Yes. That's your patience. Like, you should probably stop fasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're 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 in the. Uh, I guess we're at the tail end of 21 days of uh, prayer and fasting. But I wanted to start out by talking about um, Riley. What it, what have you been getting so far in these uh, this time of fasting? I, I know that that's part of the reason we fast is sure. is to to get closer to God and to. Uh, just get vision. I think this is a perfect time of the year to to do a, to, uh, a fast. Yeah, what you got? Yeah. Um. So so for me, like I, I know God's always speaking, right? So it's not like I'm fasting to try to get an answer to something that I don't think He will answer um, if I don't fast. Um, so it's not like a manipulative thing where I'm trying to like let me like show God how devoted I am. And then in response to that, he'll do whatever. Right. Um, it's more so, um, fasting is saying no to a drive. Um, you know, something primal, something about, you know, our, our bodies, our flesh, mm-hmm. um, that are urges that oftentimes we don't even think about, um, food, um, yep. your body will tell you very loudly that it is hungry and it needs sustenance. <laughs> um, you know, thirst falls in that category. Um, sex, right? Like, yeah. You, you know yeah. when you want some. It's like, hey, my body's speaking very loudly. Um, and, and other things. Um, things can become drives that um, that we invite into our lives. Coffee. I mean, coffee, yeah. Yeah, we love, Mike and I, we love we love coffee. Coffee's amazing. Yes. Bless the Lord. Um, could be social media. I mean, lots of other things that just become so routine in our lives that we actually crave those things. Mm-hmm. Um which can distract us from hearing clearly what God's saying. That's right. um, so I know he's always speaking. So, yeah, man, um, for me, it, I usually hear clearest um, towards the end of these fasts. And okay. I feel like God deposited some things recently. Uh, I shared some of those with you. I, I think I was texting Mike at like 4 in the morning like, bro, vision, <laughs> clarity. <laughs> and, and none of it was super clear. Um, but I think God did kind of reveal some some things he wanted to open my eyes to um, about church planting, about yeah. um, you know the call that that we man a church um, just has to to reach every military um, community, uh, everywhere there's a military base, everywhere military people go. Um, we believe that God wants us to be there to 
be the the training center um, to help people live Christian lives. So he has been giving me some stuff about that. Uh, not quite a complete picture yet, yeah. but um, it just kind of relit that flame, and um, mm-hmm. and I love it. Um, I, I love personal vision. So that's good. How about you, got, you man? Well, I it's it's been a a pretty cool uh, season, I would say, for me, even before the fast and the fast, of course, uh, and into the fast as well. Uh, what we we talk about uh, nine healthy habits here and a thing we call growth track and essentially what growth track is is a series of small groups that uh, the purpose behind it is to help people grow into everything that God has called them to be and we we start with some foundations in first step and we talk about some healthy habits and a lifestyle of devotion mm-hmm. and you know I know we don't talk really about fasting in there but I feel like this is when you sacrifice something sure. uh, and and you're like you know what I want to take this time or use this to get to to intentionally pursue God again we, we this should be part of our normal rhythm but when you disrupt that rhythm and you, even the rhythm of your net of your body yeah. in devotion to Christ I just feel like that builds into that lifestyle of devotion no so doubt. so it, it it's really I know it, it doesn't sound exciting to be like yeah I'm gonna give up you know meats or I'm not gonna eat for a few days or sure. you know it, it doesn't sound as exciting and honestly a lot of times it doesn't feel that exciting um, but at the same time, I feel like there's this, this, this place, it's like, it's not a mind, I don't know, maybe it is like a mind over matter thing. There's this, there, you, you, at least I do, I get to this place where I'm like, God, I'm here and I'm ready. And because I haven't been eating and, and yeah. I'm hungry, you know, yep, and, yep. and it is a good thing. Um, it's a really exciting thing. Uh, for me, you know, this has been a, a season where, I feel like there's been some transitions in my life where God is uh, is equipping me uh, for more stuff. I know that the vision of our uh, church is to go and plant churches all along the military highway, and you know, my wife Satin and I and my family are so excited uh, to to really serve in whatever capacity wow. God has us. Uh, you know, in the future. And we, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet. We're along for the ride and, and, you know, God, God's just so faithful. He's been so good. God has done, um, some amazing things in, in mine and and my wife's life and in our marriage. And, you know, probably in another episode, we'll, we'll, we can get into some of that. Uh, I don't have the time to get into that, but God has just been so faithful. If I could, I, I, this, this sounds so, if if I could put God into into one word and describe Him in one word in my life, that that I would use faithful. Wow. Uh, and I know that that's not possible, but it's just the the the, the most overwhelming attribute or yeah. aspect of God, uh, other than His awesomeness, is is His faithfulness on, in, in my life. So it's been great. That's good, man. But uh, yeah, just learning uh, learning how to cast vision a little bit more and growing the the current. Uh, series that we're in at Mana Church has been really, really helpful yeah, with that's, that. That's fun too. Yep. So it's like this fast uh, with what God is saying, creating personal vision. Yep. That's that's really what God has been teaching me a lot more of is creating personal vision. And actually, it was kind of funny because we're in the process of remodeling uh, part of our house. My my wife oh and I we're not doing it because we want it done right. Uh, so we hired someone <laughs> to do it. Wisdom. Yeah. Yes, wisdom. There we go. Yeah. In Proverbs, it says, do not remodel. No, it does yeah, not say yeah. that, actually. But um, so we're in the process of remodeling our house. And um, I'm just going to ask the listeners to try to imagine with me our, our shower and our master bathroom is, is fairly small. 
on the other side uh, where where the the wall the the wall of the shower is the other side of the wall is is a closet into one of our uh, kids' bedrooms that has two closets. So we decided we're going to knock down that wall and we're going to expand the shower oh, cool. and take up part of the closet space in the other room, which is awesome. So it's working out and it's cool. So I go to work the day that they're going to come in and do the demo. And my wife had the day off and she cleans out that closet out of uh, our daughter's room and it's empty. And she sends me a picture and the picture is of uh, the empty closet. And she, she texted um, this, uh, this is our new shower. Well, wow. and I was like, <laughs> lady, that, 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 that's, that's a wall, some broken doors. <laughs> and that's at. an old closet. As a matter of fact, it might need some paint. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but that was, it, but it, it just really struck me. I was like, she, that's vision. That's exactly what yeah, it is. It's, it. it's able to see wow. what could be when it's not yet. That's awesome. Uh, so I thought that was, that was pretty cool. And then we, they start doing the demo and underneath that underneath the demo we we found out we had to replace the subfloor and oh, wow. and whatnot and it wasn't a you big don't deal fall through the shower yeah we don't yeah. want to do that no bad. no yeah. we showers in the second story i just don't think it'd be helpful it's not a good it'd look. be good yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know it, it really it really kind of made me think um sometimes when we go and in, in, into the vision that god has for us yeah. as we start working through that as we tar- start taking steps there's stuff underneath mm. with us that we didn't know was there mm. now is starting to come out and god is working a lot of times part of me <laughs> now let, let's put that back over it let's just forget we we, we even started this <laughs> yeah, project that's gonna be expensive to, yeah <laughs> to, to fix all that yeah yeah it's expensive yeah. and it's uh you know it, it it's painful sure, uh, but sure. um but again, God, God is so faithful, and it's like, you know what? We got this. We're yeah. we're going to get through this. And at the other end, you're just going to be so much better. And so, you know, wow. so I, I I love, I love this 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 season of of of, of fasting. And uh, yeah, that that experience was pretty cool, dude. I love the first part of your story. Um, so before she got the vision, before like you guys knew that you wanted to see a better tomorrow, where you had a larger shower, right? Uh, but before she could see and her mind what that looked like you had to clean some stuff out Ooh, yeah i dude, like, like that like, yeah, yeah I didn't you, might, you might have a little, little serving happening here um but and i think the fasting process um, right for me it, it's very much like that you know saying mm-hmm. no to some things that have cluttered my soul um mm-hmm. i'm talking about the soul i'm talking about my mind my will my emotions That's good. yeah yep um yeah because life happens you deal with people and that'll clutter your soul yeah yeah. yeah, invite some things into your life, whether those be substances or food or whatever, and and they can clutter your soul. Um, and so That's you so good, take man. all that stuff out of the closet. Now you have this blank canvas where you can see. Oh yeah, let's do this. God reveals the flooring that needs. Yeah, dude. That's so good, man. No, That's you, so good. You should yeah. preach that one day. Oh, I, I will. I will. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna I, trust me. I got that one. I've been. I've been sharing that with. But you know what? Let me show you this picture of my closet, hey, man. And then let me tell you how it ties to Jesus. <laughs> People think I'm crazy, man. That's preaching 101. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, illustration. Uh, mm. That that. Anyways, so yeah, um, Super Bowl is just around the corner. Mm. Who would have thought that the 40, San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs yeah. would be in the Super? Actually, yeah. I, I actually thought the Kansas City Chiefs had a pretty Dude, this, good shot. It's Pat Mahomes, kid. Oh my, oh my goodness, he's something else, man. Who? He's the real deal. There, I don't see how you can doubt him at this point. Dude, I forget what which game were they um was that the they playing the Texans? The comeback game they had. I'm drawing a blank. I th- I th- no, the it was ten- Tennessee? 
Was it Tennessee? I think it was the Tennessee game. Dude, I know they they got behind and the speech he was giving on the sideline. I got, I can't say all those no, words on the, the air. Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> but, but dude, he was going in. Like I just saw him yell at the whole team. Like, hey, they're counting us out. It was, it was not. It was. Uh, I think it was the New Orleans game. Was it? Oh man, I, I'm at the go. Yeah, it I'm was. It was a New Orleans game. That's exactly what it was, dude. They came back. It was yeah, because I was watching that game. I remember I was I was talking to Leroy. Leroy's a uh, he's he's a very good friend of he, ours. He's he our is, local raging Cajun. He is a Cajun, Cajun. That's that's how <laughs> <laughs> that's how you would want me to say it. Yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. And we were learning Cajun, so oh, occasionally you will hear us speak words like Cuyon uh, and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't understand what it means. We may have just said something bad. But. May have we apologize if that's the case, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Leroy, yeah, Leroy. He's he's a huge Saints fan. So yeah, we we were talking about that. Yeah, it was the Saints game. Got it. So Saints went. I mean, in typical Saints style, they went ahead and uh, uh, yeah, they they were running away with it. And then all of a sudden, boom! I was like, no, we, we're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> not done yet. So it should so. be should be a good game, man. Yeah, excited. San Francisco's been solid all year. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'm gonna throw this out there, and um, I the I'm not a, a San Francisco fan. Uh, if y'all are, I'm actually happy that San Francisco made it to wow. the Super Bowl without Colin Kaepernick. Wow! So <laughs> wow. I just said that. Yes, uh, that's the the one joy I get out of San Francisco wow. in the Super Bowl. Niner Nation. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of Colin Kaepernick, but he released some shoes, man. I saw that. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Uh, speaking of, uh, of shoes. Uh, we're we're getting close to the uh, oh yeah the All Star game All Star weekend and NBA All Star weekend is that's like shoe heaven and yes. a lot of times as a matter of fact I got on my uh, infrared Jordan sixes uh, just because nice. yeah yeah just because they they were the the All Star game released last year I was like, well I'm gonna rock these today yeah 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 do were those the ones Jordan wore in All Star game I think he did yeah he did he oh, wore yeah. these and that's why yeah 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 he he wore these in a, in All Star game ooh. Let me see if I can remember the year. 92 or 93? Sure. I remember. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll just go with that. Yeah. I, that's, I the, five, that's the year. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's the year. <sighs> awesome. Uh, well, you know, we, we actually had a chance to do a uh, an outreach this, um, this past week over at uh, the local university here. Uh, we got to just talk with uh, a lot of the students there. We, it was pretty cool, man. Yeah. I, I love I love our church. I love the the, the people that that are just in our church. Uh, me and a, a bunch of other college kids. Riley, you were there. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, they they put together this this prize wheel. Yeah, and it was so cool, man. It yeah. looked like it looked like a school project. Fortune. Yes, oh, yeah, yes. It looked like a kid did it. But it was yeah, good. no, but it was. I, I felt like it, it played into the whole college kid for sure. And we gave out. We were getting out like bags of chips. And gift cards and ramen yeah. noodles. I mean, Chick Fil A. Yeah, Chick Fil A. It was yeah. great, man. It was it was awesome. Yeah, and like when we say outreach, um, like what we mean, we just we we believe if if you follow Jesus, um, he he lived a very um missional lifestyle, meaning that he knew um he was going to love people, um, yeah. and so as his followers, um, we're intentional about that of having a rhythm of uh, again not necessarily trying to like read a book to someone or, mm-hmm. or preach to them um, if that happens i mean great but at a minimum we just want to love people um using the resources that god's given us so yeah a bunch of us were out there at uh, methodist university here in town and um connecting with some students and um i mean bro people are are searching um, yeah 
for for answers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us know that in the university experience, that's kind of where everyone is. You know, you're becoming a young adult. You're out of your parents' home for the first time, and, and you got questions, and you're looking for yeah. answers. Um, but spiritually, a lot. I was just blown away at how many of those students um, were asking spiritual questions, um, and, and they're grasping for whatever they can get a hold of. Uh, we connected with one young lady. Um, Dude, she she boldly told me. Uh, <laughs> well, you were there. She was very much in opposition to what to, to yeah. what we were doing there. Yeah, yeah. it was I mean, interesting. Like, yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I'm a Satanist," and like huge smile on her face, and um, she was all about it. Yeah, no, 100 dialed in. Like, <laughs> it, it was just a neat exchange um, to hear where she was, to hear how she got there. Um, right, you know, and she grew up with a religious um, like hyper religious Christian yep. background. Yep. Um, that really turned her off because, um, you know, just some experience she had, um, I mean, they were bad. Like, um, like my heart broke for the experiences she had, yep. um, from people who, uh, may have had good intentions. That should have been loving her. And, yeah. and, and, and don't, by me saying that, I'm not saying that, that we know her story and her background, but sure. just what she shared, you know, the, the rigidness of, this is why it's so important that, uh, as, when we talk about the love of Christ, mm-hmm. it's all about extending grace to people. For sure. And, you know, I, I'm not perfect, uh, but I do know that God will fill me with grace whenever I need it, if yeah. I turn to him. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes when we're in those situations where we're just like, man, I do not like this person, but I have to extend grace, mm. I have to turn to God and say, God, I need you to do something in my heart because it's not in the place where I can extend grace right wow. now. Um yeah, man, it, it, it did. It, I felt the same way. I was like, man, just hearing her experience and just hearing how much how opposed she was to uh, to what we were trying to do there. And it, it was I didn't take it personal, sure, but it was very much like, man, I, you can see how experiences and these bad experiences. And honestly, they don't have to be like 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 torturous experiences. Sure. Just something where people feel rejected, uh, rejected, or, yeah, or yeah. condemned. That's enough to put people like, you know what? This Jesus cat, he's not he's not what, what people say. Wow. And that's just not true. We yeah. need to be if we're if we are followers of Christ, we need to first of all, we need to be we need to be in relationship with him. That's right. This is not about a, a, a regimen of, of steps or things that we need to do uh to go out and, and prove to anybody, really. Right. I mean, who are you gonna prove it to? Seriously. Right. And then we need to look at to Jesus as the example Absolutely. also. And you know, we really need to caution ourselves and think to ourselves: if we if we're going to do something that somehow doesn't set right in our soul, sure, you got to run it by that check. Would Jesus Would Jesus say this? Wow. Would Jesus do this? Uh, because when you when you don't do that, you you just you're taking things into your own hands, and you, you're going to be affecting people around you. And sometimes, not so much, but sometimes. It could be to the point where you know what people feel rejected sure, and they you feel hurt like people. You know what, yeah, yep. you hurt people. Yep. No, dude, I think that's so good, Mike. Um, you kind of remind me of <laughs> we've been talking about the '90s a lot. Um, I yeah. think it was in the '90s when those WWJD bracelets. What yeah, would Jesus I remember those. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. was rocking those. Like dude, in, I still in do youth that. group. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, just kind of hearing you out and um, just thinking about where I am with Jesus today. Um, I don't think I would stop and ask myself what would Jesus do? I think I would stop and ask Jesus, what would you do? And what right, do you want right. me to do? You get what I'm saying? That's like, good, yeah. Because I think I think oftentimes we, I mean, we're starting to transition to our content a little bit here, our conversation for today. Um, 
I think oftentimes in, in prayer and, and in our devotion to, to Jesus and and how we have that exchange with him, we kind of silo it to this time or this place where I can talk to him and then I move away from that place right, yep. and I no longer talk to him. Mm-hmm. And so you need a reminder, like, remember what Jesus would do, but we we have so much more than a reminder of what he would do. We have access to him. To him, yep, that's right. And we can right. ask him in, in any moment, um, God, you got to help me here. Like, my child is driving me nuts, and I am going to say all the wrong words, so will you give me the words to say? Um, and that, that goes back to what you were saying about how we got to be in relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not in relationship with someone, you can't call them or text them or ask them a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's I think that's why it's a huge operational principle for us, that um, devotion to Christ is the place where the human heart is most satisfied. So. Yeah, and I, I love I love that you uh, that you mentioned it, you know how we basically how you talking about your kids and whatnot and because that that when I was listening to her story and how how these things were, were were happening, you know these things had happened and and just how it drove her to this mindset, it just made me think, you know, my kids, you know, and and, and how we parent our kids and. You know, I am not. I am so far from being the perfect parent. It's not even funny. Uh, over the years, we, my wife and I, we have four kids, and over the years, we've uh, grown in in learning that. You know, one book I will recommend uh, to everybody out there, all our listeners, if you're honestly, it doesn't matter if you're parenting or not, because this isn't just a parenting book, but it's a phenomenal tool uh, for parenting. It's a book by uh, author named Alan Lloyd McGinnis called mm-hmm. "Bringing Out the Best in People." Yeah, man. And it's such a good book, um, and I, I'm actually about to start rereading it again. And it's just a, a helpful book to. Yeah, it's one of those you keep on the shelf. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't just loan that out yeah, to your buddies. <laughs> it's it's such a powerful book, and it's a short read, but it it's really helpful in learning how to extend grace and encourage people. Because um, really, I mean, our kids they're they're a blessing from God, and we're we're stewards over them. Yep. Um, the opportunities that we get to reach out people, how we talked about outreach and talk to people, that's a stewardship. That's sure. that's a blessing that we get to go out and partner with what God is doing in the church Come to on, further man. his kingdom. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so uh, devotion to Christ is a place where the human heart is most satisfied. That That's going to be our topic for today, and I'm so excited about this because I feel like it— you know what we talked about this this place where 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 some of these students were and mm. searching and asking questions um, that comes from that place where because it, it was funny some of them were so secure in their beliefs so sure in their beliefs mm. but yet they still had questions sure and I remember a time not too not so long ago for me where I was in a similar place. Uh, and, and I was in a place where I was asking questions where things were, even when things were going great, somehow something, it just, something didn't feel right. Something was missing. Uh, and you know, as a, as a young adult, uh, you, you, you look for it in so many, so many of the wrong places. You look for it in, uh, approval of other people. You look for it in relationships. That's, that's, it's a horrible thing to put that kind of pressure on a relationship, hey, I need everything that 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 makes me me the the the, the fullness where I need to yeah. be satisfied. You yeah. put that on a relationship or on a person. Yeah, you're the reason why I breathe. Yeah, like, I mean that's like, that's 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 tough to yeah. put on someone else, and um, you know, a lot of times it's not fair because you're asking an imperfect being right to make you whole. Right. That's that's just not gonna that's that's not gonna fly. Yeah. No, bro, you're right, and 
you know, I, I know we just use the example of young adults, but dude, I pastor people in their forties, fifties, sixties who are stuck in that same place. Yeah. Um, where they're trying to again grab something to fill a hole in their heart that only Jesus can fill. Yeah. Um, like we regardless of what we believe, regardless of what we want to accept, um, we were created to be in relationship with him. That's right. Um, there, there's always going to be a longing for his presence, a desire to to be made right with him. And on our own, we can't do that. So mm-hmm. he did all the heavy lifting for us. He created the, <laughs> the requirements for yeah. us to be in right relationship with him. And as we're searching for things, we, we just have to go to him and allow him to fill those gaps. And yeah, I mean, it's... And, and you know, I, I think and we've talked about mentoring before and talked about do, uh, doing life with people sure. and in relationships and, and some of the other uh, episodes. And this is where it's important because, you know, I, I remember I stepped in. I'm like, okay, you know what? This Jesus dude, he's doing some awesome things in my life. He's mm-hmm. doing some just amazing things in my marriage how how do i do this how do i so that's when you need this uh you need that that sort of mentorship and it kind of reminded me of of this story in the bible we actually just read read through this we're going the reading plan riley you and me have talked about this there's a a story at the pretty pretty close to the beginning of acts i think it's acts chapter three uh where it talks about the uh Peter and uh, John. and John mm-hmm. were going uh, to the temple to pray, yep. and they were walking out there. And there's this guy. There's a, they call it the beautiful gate. This guy, he's a he 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 can't he can't walk. Uh, he's uh, paralyzed. I would imagine his whole life, I believe. And uh, he was known to the community. He would he was they would place him there by the gate, and he would basically ask for alms or, or you know basically he'd be begging for money. And Peter looks at him. He's like you know I. I don't have any anything precious or, or, or gold or anything like that that I can give you, but uh, what I have, I can give you. And mm. he, he, he declared, he's like, in the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk. Mm. And this dude got up and walked, and he was jumping. He was going crazy. I mean, he was honestly as excited as I probably would sure, be. Yeah. Uh, this guy was doing cartwheels. He was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was out there. And uh, he was telling everybody, and people were amazed, like, wait a minute, this guy, because the community knew him. Sure. But what's interesting is... Um, he walked with Peter and uh, John, mm-hmm. and he was holding on to them. Yep. So, like, it's very, very clear in Scripture. It talks about how he was holding on to them. He right. was, he was holding on. So, it was like this guy just got struck by the by the Holy Spirit, yep. and God did an amazing thing in his life. But you know what? He still needed help walking it yeah, out. I've He's, never done this before. Yep, I've mm. never done. I've never walked before, so I don't wow. know what this is like. Wow. So, um, so you know, just thinking about how you step into that that see that that part of your life into this walk, uh, don't be intimidated by it. God is welcoming you. That's so good. And uh, don't feel like you have to do this alone. Mm. And honestly, look, I've been there too. I have been there to the place where. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know exactly, but I had some amazing pastors, mentors, leaders that just came around me and gave me so much encouragement and spoke so much life where um, where the enemy in the world had really spoken so much discouragement in my wow. life. And I, I, I learned to believe that as truth, and it's not. It's not. Mm. Mm. So good, bro. So, um, 
so I got I got some scripture actually I want to talk about uh, that I, I believe pertains to our topic. It's going to be from Second uh, Peter chapter one, verses three and four. It says, "His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us to His glory and excellence, by which He has granted us to His precious and very great promises, so that through them." you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. And that's, I mean, that's a, that's a, there's a lot there. It's a mouthful, yeah. It's a mouthful, and they're using some pretty, at least for me, there's there's some pretty big words in there. So let's let's unpack that a little bit. What, what, what do you feel like is the gist of, of what's coming across here, Riley? Yeah, I mean, I love what you said before about, um, you know, don't try to do this alone. Um I like the phrase that we're fueled by his grace. Yeah, um, that's good. So like I view my entire Christian walk, like my faith, um, all the quote unquote things that people would look at my life. and like, wow, look at how you've grown. Um, right. I don't think that's a me thing. That's good. Um, yep. I think God has graced me to take those steps. Um, so again, I'm not, I'm not struggling by my own strength. Um, it really is a constant submission. Like, all right, God, I, I need you. I'm desperate for you. Help me to do this. I don't know the right answer. And um, going back to your description, Mike, um, he's just been faithful. Yeah. Like, and and the more um, I've seen where I've extended trust to God, the more faith and more of His grace I've seen poured out in my mm-hmm. life. So I think there's this this little um, tension that you just have to walk out. And and there'll be moments where you'll you'll feel that. That's not there, but going back to what we just read, um, his divine powers grant us all things. Um, so I am that's, complete. That's, that's key right there, yeah. Yeah, so when it comes to my calling, my destiny, what he wants me to do in life, he wants me to be in relationship with him and just take steps. Um, if you look at the disciples and how he, how he called them, he didn't say, hey, let's go change the world. Um, mm-hmm. He said, come follow me. That's that's so awesome, man. That is so awesome. The uh, uh, what are we gonna do? Come on. Yep. It, it's it's so God. God is this perfect being. This this right. this amazing being that has a level of faithfulness that you can't even fathom. Right. He has a life planned out for you, and he through his power and through his grace, he has everything that you're going to need for that life. And that's the life you will always long for mm. because that's what you were created mm. for. So like that's that, I, dude, I know. I'm getting goosebumps, man. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. So what, true. I mean, you can go and like be the financial guru on the stock market, make all the money yep. in the world, and still feel incomplete if that's not why God placed you on the planet. Oh, it's so good, yeah. And the only way you're going to discover why he placed you on the planet is if you just walk with him and yep. just keep taking it. Dude, I know, man. It's And, and he'll bless you with the resources. He'll yep. bless you with the, the, the intellect, everything that you need. Look, if you would have told me 10 years ago, I'm not I'm not joking. If you would have told me 10 years ago, if uh, you would have stopped me, if God himself would have stopped me and said, hey, you know what, I really... I've called you to be a leader in in my church. Mm. I've been like, but you got you got the wrong guy. How much money do they make? Oh, that ain't enough. It ain't, <laughs> bro, it ain't even about the money. Like, do you do you know who you you, you must not be God because you don't know my past, mm. right? Mm. So, and uh, by the way, I do have a few questions. That's what I that, that would be. Hold up, now that I got you, I, I do have a few questions. But wow. that's that's how it is, though. God, God, 
he has everything planned out. He has every every resource that you need for equipping for the life that he has made you. Yeah. So how do you how do you discover that? So he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So to walk out your purpose and become more like him. How how does he grant that to you through knowledge of him? Oof. Not through not through going out and grinding. No. Not through being the the the, the best speaker. Not sure. through. I mean, those are all of They're great skills, They're also great tools great to have skills, in the bag. But no knowledge of him, dude. Just know him. Just know him. Like just, just sit at his feet. Just walk with him. Just and and here here's why that's important. Um, because when you walk with Jesus, when you see the way he does things, when you invite him to love your wife, because Jesus as the husband to your wife is better than you as the husband to That's your wife. That's right. Or better than you as a student in that classroom. Like so as as you're inviting him into your life and surrendering your life to him, you're gonna get a better version of yourself in all those places because it's gonna be Jesus in those places. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta you gotta gotta know him, you gotta have this relational experience. Like and and that's what we mean by devotion. Um like people who are in love spend time together. Like That's they, right. They go yeah. on dates. Mm-hmm. They're going to know each other's favorite colors or birth. Like all these, it, this information, this knowledge of the person that you're in relationship with is going to happen. And it's not just because you want it to happen. But I think that's where, um, if we can say that we're striving, it's striving to connect with them. Um, yeah. And we, we see that language in Hebrews where we strive to enter into rest, and rest is where Jesus is. Yep. So you strive to meet with him, you strive to talk to him that's the place where if we're doing anything we put some muscle behind that so you know a life of devotion and obedience uh to god through relationship is where we find joy purpose affirmation belonging you know these these are the things that honestly we value as as i've gotten older not that i'm old but as i've gotten older uh i've realized and this is part of i i believe over time i've become a better parent through the grace and and love of of, of Jesus in my life, wow. um, but I just think that I've over time have started realizing that the things that I really value in life have they're not material things. Wow. Uh, they are relationships uh, that 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 God has blessed me with, um, and and my my relationship with my wife, uh, my relationship with my kids, and you find so much purpose and so much work that has to be done in there. And and the funny thing is, a lot of times it's it's easy, well, I shouldn't say it's easy, but we, we can get caught up into striving to be the best parent sure. or striving to be the best employee. And, and, you know, those are great goals and ambitions, but I want to challenge you to ask God, God, what kind of an employee do you want me to be? How do you want me to serve the place that I work? Yeah. How do you want me to steward yeah. m- these kids that you have blessed me with? Think, just switch that mindset over to that uh, to that place. Yeah, because imagine what would happen if you l- latched your ambition to his grace. That's right, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> but that's that's what we're talking about. That's that I believe is where the that's where we find that purpose and that affirmation and whatnot because it's where where our ambition, our drive, yep. right? And, and it's not an approval thing. It's not an approval thing. So keep that in mind. It's easy to 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 fall into that. Okay, well, I need to do this for God. No, no, no. It's not that. It's an understanding that God loves you, and out of that love, there out of go. that revelation, out of that identity. I'm going to serve God because I love him and because he's done some amazing things in my life. And, and he's just this 
awesome being that loves me. And I don't exactly understand a hundred percent why, but that's just who he is. And that, and, and we can reflect that we can be reflections of that love and grace to our, to our parents. We can be that to our spouses. We can be that to our kids. We can be that to strangers out in the street. That's, that's the amazing thing about God's love, the transformational power of God's love in our hearts. And, and it gives us purpose. And, and when we partner with that truth and, 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 partner our, our drive and ambition with that yeah dude i'm sorry but ain't nothing gonna stop you no you ain't win. nothing gonna stop yeah, you, you win. <laughs> <laughs> dude i like the picture um because I, I just learned through pictures um uh, i think it was like cars drafting um now i don't race vehicles and i don't run because <laughs> that's just <laughs> not draft too yeah oh, that's man. right yeah but i know they do it i've just never done it um, I'm not that fast. But Talladega Night, so this this video, this movie is not focused on the family approved, so just know that, listeners. But, um, man, Ricky Bobby, Shake and Bake, Talladega Shake Night. Shake and Bake, dude. Bro, the slingshot. So so one vehicle yes. is in, in a lead position, and another vehicle comes up behind that one to draft them. So they're riding in the same momentum, yeah. and at some point, you slingshot out. And so all of your drive behind this vehicle's drive launches you even further than you would have been by yourself that's right that's what we mean by being fueled by jesus grace like just stay close to him draft him and he'll launch you where you need to go that's so good yeah so um how does you know how how does this contradict what some uh, some would believe a spiritual walk would look like and i want to talk uh specifically because a lot of what we've talked about and honestly, in previous episodes and in this episode uh, about relationship mm-hmm. with with God, uh, and kind of growing into that and learning that because that can be, uh, you know, what I don't think it ever stops being. I don't want to say weird. I don't think weird is the right word, but mm-hmm. uh, or even spooky is the right word because it's not. Uh, but it's like this unknown. It, I don't think it ever stops being that. You sure. just learn to to be okay with the weirdness uh, right. uh, of, of of it. So. Um, what do you believe that uh, this contradicts what other people might say? Oh well, you know, I'm a Christian, or sure. I'm, um, you know, I have a spiritual walk, or yeah, I believe in Jesus. So, where do you think the separation is, and why is that important? Yeah, I think um, so. One, I'm a, I'm a reference a sermon series that we um, we had here at Man of Church last year, uh, where we talked about religion versus relationship. Yeah, that was a good. Um, we were, that was a really good series. Yeah, yeah, we were studying the the Book of Galatians where. Um, Paul, the apostle, he just he dropped some bombs, some some wisdom, uh-huh. um, just on this topic. And I know Mike, that's yeah, like one of your favorite books in scripture. So I, I might just defer this <laughs> this portion of the podcast. I don't know if you, y'all, man. I don't know if y'all want me to do, if you want me to do that. How much time we'll you got? Here, yeah, we'll be here a while. <laughs> well, it started out. No, I'm just kidding. Oh Go my ahead. goodness. Um, but for me, so I just the Holy Spirit just gave me this as you were um, kind of setting it up. I think it's a policy versus a culture thing so in places Mm. where um like as you lead businesses uh, as you lead your family um a lot of times we want to make policies because a policy is a piece of paper that will say the tough things that i may not want to say to you personally right so Mm. hey you can't smoke Mm. here you see the no smoking sign right so our we have a policy on this property that you can't smoke um so i point to the policy and now I'm not the bad guy. Like the policy, yeah, right? you get yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Um, but when it's culture, um, I think of like Reddit and online communities like that, where the community polices the culture. So if you post something on Reddit and the Reddit community ain't feeling it, they will take it down yep. um, and, and roast you while they do it. You know, so <laughs> so with 
religion versus relationship, I kind of think of like there there are rules. One is a set of written rules, another is a set of community relationally uh, it's a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And the policy will reject you. Hey, turn away. The culture will say, "Hey, let's help you figure out how to do this." And so as we're I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and as Christians, we're in relationship with God. God is not rejecting us if we fail, if we don't measure up, if we don't meet all of those expectations. Why? Because he already met those on our as, behalf. And so he's right. focused on transforming or transforming our culture, our mindset, the way we do life to the way he does life. Yeah, it, you know, the 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 Bible talks about, uh, in the Gospels, uh, it talks a lot about um, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, it, it t- John talked about it. John the Baptist talked about that. Mm-hmm. Jesus talked about that a lot. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's really, that was his message. The kingdom of heaven is, is at hand. Uh, repent. Right. And the repentance was more of... Uh, of acknowledge, you know, acknowledging Christ and, and basically acknowledging that we're sinners and we all fall short of the glory of God. And we, we're all sinners and fall short of the glory of God. Right. So the, I love to think the word you use culture. I love that. You know, Jesus brought the culture from heaven down yeah. on earth yeah. as the kingdom. Yep. Right, we know it is the church, but it's the same thing. Hey, we're furthering that kingdom, the culture of heaven, and that's that's what we're because we're imperfect beings. Sure. We default to the culture of this world. Right. We need Jesus yeah. to transform our hearts and to be ambassadors of that culture of the kingdom of heaven mm. uh, until we are reunited with Him again. I, man, I, I love that. And you know, you, you talked about Galatians and. I, I love this book. It's it's probably my favorite book in the Bible. I've studied I this agree. book. <laughs> I studied this book so much. It's just so powerful, and it's spoken to me so personally. Um, it, it, anyways, I, I don't. I can't. Exp- I can't really describe it any other way than that. And it, it one of the the huge topics it talks about was being a slave in the sun. Mm-hmm. And this this is so important. This is this is so important. This is something that uh, it's. It, I really feel like it takes. This is a journey to discover uh, being a slave to a son, and I think that there are aspects of of our spiritual walk that advance further than than others. In in this sense, you know, sometimes we still hold that mindset of of being a slave. And you know, let me let me put it let me put it to you this way: We talk about the kingdom of heaven. We talk about being uh, adopted sons into the kingdom of heaven carrying that culture uh, and furthering God's kingdom. That's that's the mission. That That's the mission of the church. That's what Jesus left us here to do. Mm. So do we do that as slaves, mm. right? Or do we do that as sons? Wow. If we were, if you were to look at it this way, if you, you say you, you grew up in this family that was very wealthy, very uh, generous in the community, just had, just known in the community, just very well known and, um, is very admired and respected in a community, mm-hmm. right? And they're the owners of this business that just does great things in this community, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a maybe it's a grocery store that just holds all kinds of food drives and mm-hmm. it's just very respected, right? And you're you're you grew up in this family, and your dad has done this amazing thing of of just making blessing this this community through this through this business. Yeah, and he has employees, right? And the employees are grateful to work there, yep. and they're grateful to come in, do their job, and go home, and live in this this awesome community, right? Again, this is hypothetical. 
but you're the son, so you grew up into this. Mm-hmm. So your mindset is not of coming in and working there, but your right. mindset clocking is, in. yeah, it's not about clocking in. Your mindset as a son, right, is not the same as an employee because the employee will come in and work and leave and go home, but knows that that, that business yeah. will never be theirs. Wow. Because no matter how, no matter how, well, they walk the line, no matter how great they could be employee of the month. Yeah, every, every month, mm-hmm. you're not going to inherit it because the inheritance goes to the son. Wow. And the son takes that inheritance, right? Yep. And goes out and, you know what? My dad did, did this awesome, awesome thing in this community. Sure. You know what? How, what? What if we were to go into two communities? Wow. What if we were to take this culture expand and expand it? Mm. That's what a son does, and that's what God is calling us to do. Wow. As sons, not as slaves. Yep. Slaves come in and check in. And slave is the is a religious mentality. Mm-hmm. A son, it takes what God has given you. It doesn't. It you don't deserve it, right? Someone else got it on your behalf. Yep. Is given it to you as your inheritance. Now go and and do and take take the goodness and everything that that God has given you come out on. into the world, man. I love that, dude. That's amazing. And you know, I think about you know places where I've gotten that wrong. Um, because it, it is a process. It is you're learning. Um, kind of going back to what you uh, referenced about Acts, where you know the the guy couldn't walk, and so he's learning. Yeah. When you're learning to walk, you're going to stumble, even though all the power and the resources to walk are available. Um, when I think about the slave versus the son, I think about two words: um, what can I do for God versus what can I do with God? Yeah. Um, the son is is working with his dad, and. And he sees everything that belongs to the dad as as his. So it's not you don't get caught up in in bickering over little things um, mm-hmm. because you're not focused on those individual tasks, but you're focused on like like what you said the the business growing, the the the, the legacy, the reputation. Because you have ownership yeah. in it. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah, that's powerful, man. You so, have ownership. I mean, think about it. The the God of the universe, the creator of of the entire universe, mm-hmm. created this this universe, gave it to Adam. Yeah. All the stuff happened after that, yep. right? He sends his son as a sacrifice to mm-hmm. bring us into right relationship and then turns over the keys back to us. Yeah. Man, I, I'm sorry, but it gives you ownership <laughs> in that. But if So if that's not a, a motivator to go out and to share the love of Jesus, honestly, I don't know what is. Wow. Dude, that... That's good, Mike, because it points back to that second part of the verse we were reading in Second Peter. Um, yeah, you become partakers in the divine nature. That's so, right. So, yeah. So he just through knowing him, and he's granting all these promises. You know, you know, paying the the ultimate sacrifice for us. You know, living out the law and and all those things that we get from our relationship with Jesus. We become partakers and escape the corruption of the world and and our sinful desire, but. Sometimes when people hear sin, they react to it like, oh, you're saying I'm evil or you're saying I'm bad. When you see sin in Scripture, just substitute the word selfish. Mm, like, I think, that's good. I think yeah. there's no human being on the planet that wouldn't admit that they're a little bit selfish. Like, you wake up and you think about you. Yep. And because of Jesus, as we grow in our knowledge and in our relationship with him, we slip, we shift from that selfish slave mentality to where I'm just thinking about me and what do I have to do to survive? Yeah. You shift to sonship mentality where you're like yeah my life isn't about me it's about my father's business and this business is so good that it's it's helping everybody else be a part of the business yeah yeah 
Oh man, I love it. it, it it's awesome. It, I mean, that's that's the gospel. Yeah, yeah. So so we talk about the devotion to Christ is the place where the human heart is most satisfied. You know, we want what we want to do. The, the what we want to get to, and and we we want to inspire you as our listeners to do uh, is to pursue a walk with God, not for God. Mm. Okay. Mm. Find a place where you're in devotion to Christ, right? And see what and, and walk into what he has for you. Yeah. That is where you're going to find true, true satisfaction and wholeness in your life. And does that mean that it's gonna be easy? Does that mean that it's gonna be perfect? Let me tell you something. Nope. No. That's that's as my friends in the military say, that's a hard no. Yeah, hard no. That's a hard no. But it's so satisfying, yeah, and it's sure. so good. Uh, even you kind of start as you embrace the suck, mm. you learn to um, you learn to thrive. And you know what? Things are not going well right now, but God, you're doing something, yeah. and I'm excited about that. Absolutely. So uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about how how so how would you? It's kind of hard to really talk practically. Uh, but I always like to to talk to our listeners and leave leave a few, at least a few nuggets on some practical steps on how we can uh, we can walk in this devotion being you know in devotion to Christ where where we're most satisfied. Yeah. Um, so before I before I answer the how tos of of this question, um, I want to talk about posture. Um, okay. Because I think sometimes again we're having this very sensitive conversation about you know religion versus relationship and and how that can impact how basically we walk with the lord um like i don't want i don't want to just give you some like how to some some actions and then that's you good. just take those and now that becomes your new religion you know yeah yeah that's good yeah <laughs> um but we read this verse in second peter and um you know i, I love peter's walk with the lord I, I love the the process where i've seen god shape him i mean this was his number one disciple. Um, so yeah. he was the leader of the rest of the disciples. Um, he's he's the guy that Jesus passed the torch to and said, hey, keep running with it, man. Um, you're going to be awesome. Early in Peter's walk, uh, he was what you would call zealous. Like, I'll do anything for you, Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and dude, Jesus would like just straight up rebuke him. Like, get behind me, yeah, Satan. Behind me, Satan. <laughs> like, he said that. <laughs> like, I, oh, Riley, man. what would you do if I was like, Riley, get behind me, Satan, Bro, dude? I'd be like, uh, man, I thought we were cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> like, like Jesus said, like some real stern things to him. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, you're gonna reject me um, three times. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. before the rooster crows, like this, mm-hmm. you're gonna do it. Um, and then later, um, so Jesus ultimately goes to the cross. Um, everybody has questions, like, man, did did we just put all our eggs in the wrong basket? Um, you know, he said yeah. he was coming back, yep. and, and that kind of thing. Um, Peter went back to doing what he was doing before he met Jesus. Um, he went back to striving. He went back to work. And um, in that place, Jesus shows up. And he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? What you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> and he asked him. Um, he asked him three times, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Um, but what he does, um, so this is in um, John's gospel. And, you know, John, he, he's using some literary tools. He's writing in um, in Greek. And, and that matters, and here's why. The first two times Jesus asked him, do you love me? He used the word agape, which is like godly love. Yeah. Um, or another way of looking at it is like perfect love. Like, do you yeah. love me perfectly? Do you love me perfectly? Um, Peter's like, yes, yes. And he asked him the third time, and I can just kind of see Peter, and like I'm thinking about my life too, where you just kind of break. Like, like, God, why do you keep, keep challenging mm-hmm. me on this, you know? Um, 
The third time when Jesus asked, he's like, do you love me imperfectly? Because mm. um, it's hard. I mean, we, we can make this walk with Jesus about being perfect. Like, I got to do everything right. Like, if I don't get up and meet with God and I failed him, and I'm not his son anymore. And God's like, look, I'll take your imperfect love. Mm. That That's... Mm. <laughs> bro yeah and, and and peter's response there he doesn't re- respond with like yeah he says lord you know all things because you knew each time you were asking me if i loved you perfectly and i said yes my real answer was no yeah like i'll say that i love you perfectly. i'll say i'll do everything but bro all i got is what i got yeah and god's like i'll take what you got let's do dude it. that's dude i know so now <laughs> bro you you got me yeah dude like <laughs> I'm crying on the pod first time, but just just so y'all know, we're yeah, we're 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 about to lose it, and uh, we might just be out in the streets preaching because we got somehow we got we got to run this energy out because I'm fired up. But I want y'all to get that because that's the man I'm devoted to. Yeah, the the person who said I'll take your imperfect love, all your mistakes, all your failures, all the things you felt that don't qualify you for ministry. I'll use that because because I love you. I'll, I'll handle the perfect side of love. You give me the imperfect side of love, and let's go change the world. Mm-hmm. So think, man. Thank, thank you for sharing that. Thinking about that, uh, and and again, in, in the context of the topic that we're we're talking about, devotion to Christ is where is a place where the human heart is most satisfied. That place, that devotion, that place where where we experience Christ, the the transformational power is love. Yeah, it's His love. Yeah, it's His perfect love. It's and and the thing is, a lot of times we get to this place. Uh, even sometimes I'm like, God, I don't understand. I am such a selfish person. Right? Uh, why? And it's just who He is. Yeah. But Him being who He is allows me to love people in ways that I, I didn't know that was possible. Mm. I always, it replaces justice with grace. Mm. It replaces selfishness with generosity. Wow. And dude, that's just. That's just who God is. Yeah, and I, and I love that you said it replaces your selfishness because what he says to Peter next, feed my sheep. Ooh. Like, so that's n- right. So now that you realize that all I need is your imperfect love, let's deal with your selfishness. Let's go, do go it. Go serve these people. Go love them. Dude. Yeah. Man. So, look, I just want to encourage you guys, boldly seek uh to meet with God daily yeah. uh, and expect him to move in your life. Look, this is not a thing about um, doing a set of, of rules or a set of things. This is about devotion and obedience. Yep. Just be devoted to God and listen and do what he says. Even if you're not perfect at it, guess what? He's going to do some amazing things Come for on. you. I guarantee you that. Come on. Um, and just ask God to increase your grace for others, mm. uh, marriage, parenting, and all the relationships that sure. you have. And God is faithful to do that. Uh, it's not easy, so don't just because God, I'm ready for the grace. <laughs> Boom, done. My heart's Sweet. changed. This Man, is awesome. Look at me. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't work like that. There's a there's because just like as we we've been doing with our fasting, there are times where your body mm. says, Nah, that ain't right. Well, you need to make it right. Wow. You need to take control. You need to go and get justice for yourself. Mm. You need to go and make things right. Wow. Um, you have to be able to say, God, I don't want to be selfish. Yeah. And when God says, so don't. Mm. You just be like, you know what? I don't need I don't need justice. God, you're my justice. Wow. And just forgive. Come on. Or love. Yep. Or say, you know what? I'm really sorry. 
even though you don't feel like you have anything to apologize for. Wow. I'm sorry. Why? Because what that does is it 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 shows a reflection of who Jesus is. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's good, bro. Well, yeah. that's all the time we have for today. Man, this was this was such a good yeah. Good uh, conversation. You know, we we just we're so grateful for for all the listeners out there. Thank you so much for for your feedback. Uh, we want to continue to serve you and to produce good content and and to just have conversations that are going to equip and empower people uh, to just grow into everything that God has called them. So thank you uh, so much for all our listeners. You can catch us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, or wherever you get your uh, podcasts at. Thank you so much. Uh, for, for listening and tuning in. We will catch you guys again next month.